We are recording, man. We're live, baby. We're live. We we are, and you know it's been a been a while since we've uh, done one of these, but uh, we had been some a while. scheduling things that we had to work out, man. And uh, mm-hmm. glad to be back at it, buddy. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's been a crazy couple weeks. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm just leave it at that, man. It's been a crazy yeah. couple weeks for the both of us. Um, exactly. Adam's been so awesome trying to work around my schedule. My schedule's been pretty active lately, um, but we're back, man. We're we back. Are. We, we are. We got a really special episode today, man. That uh, we're gonna take some time, um, and just kind of, I guess, the best way to put it is honor this uh, 2021 football season. You know, honor those seniors um, that had that opportunity of representing the school and what they've given to the school. You know, I think it's um, and, and normally in, in normal episodes, if you guys you know are avid listeners, that we usually do a Grizz update. But today's episode, um, me and Adam kind of talked about, it and we feel like it's in the best kind of light to just give it you know, sole purpose to focus on this past season. You know, it's been a season of more highs than lows. It's been a season of of injuries, which is always scary, man. And seniors that really gave it all that they had in order yeah. to make it yeah. as successful and as exciting as it possibly ever has been, you know, in that stadium. So, yeah, man, we got, we, we got a good one today for you guys. Well, I believe we have 14, is it 14 seniors? I believe so. I believe so. So, yeah, we can. Uh, I don't know if them. I'm missing any. Yeah, I know. I was gonna name them off just off the top of my head, but I don't want to forget anybody. But um, yeah, we have got some great, great seniors that have have fought for this program and and really been uh, great, great guys and great leadership. And so we wish them the best. We say thank you for what you've done. Um, and yeah, what what a, what a year, man! Starting out like we go into this year going to play Washington at Washington. Um, You know, some people thought we'd get beat down by that. And we come out with the W one of the, one of the probably the greatest wins of Montana football um, history. Uh, Just talking about, you know, FBS wins and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So starting off the year with that, um, Mm -hmm. with that win is just amazing. That's what sticks out to me is just that, that first initial win. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I think uh, I think the story surrounded by this football team was a lot of hype, but also a lot of doubt to it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was one of those years where it's like, yeah, I mean, they look good on paper, you know, but they'll never get past, you know, a Washington team that's coming off a conference, you know, kind of contention for this past year. So straight off the bat, there was doubt. There was hate. You know, there was disagreements, man. And I think uh, really. um uh, the, the the mantra of this team is overcome. Yep. You know, I really think they really did a good job of, of taking that criticism and using it as uh, as fuel. You know, taking what was put up against them and realizing, okay, uh, we could either you know fall to the pressure or you know or overcome it. You know, and again, I, I think that's a mantra for this past year, man. And starting off the year with a win against an FBS number twenty ranked Washington. You know, no, there's no way to you know no way to start the year. You know, yep. and especially as a momentum building. I mean, it just goes to show that we can compete with anybody in the country. You know, exactly. Is that the exactly. is that the case for most years? No. Some years it is the case where it's hard to compete with some of those really, really big schools that have you know more scholarships. You know, facilities are a little different. Even though I do believe personally that we have some of the best facilities in the country. Yeah. You know, it, it is a different ball game. It is a different yep. realm. 
you know, there's more money in those programs, you know? And so I think uh, it, it's truly special to see that, hey, you know what, uh, a, a lot of people's time, a lot of people's effort, a lot of people's blood, you know, and tears, you know, have been into this program over the past, you know, how however many years this program had been established, you know? And then I don't even know when the program first started. Do you know that by chance? Uh, Montana? Yeah, like when it started. Um, well, I know the university was like in 1893, something like that. So, um, I think it was in the 1900s. I can check. Well, I have, I have, either, I have, either way, yeah. either way, that's just, that just goes to say, there's been a lot of effort and, you know, pride put into this program and, it, yeah. and it's moments like those that really make you appreciate it. You know, yeah. I, I personally, you relate to your last name, you know, you relate to what your last name means, what your bloodline is. And, uh, it, it, it's kind of weird to say, but I, I feel about that same way when it comes to representing the school, you know, there's a certain type of, of pride that you're going to wear, you know, on your shoulders for the rest of your life. I mean, there's never a day where I'm not going to go, go Grizz when someone says go Grizz back, you know, or exactly. fight on, yep. you know, when I think of fight on, I don't think of USC, I think of Montana, you know, yep. and it's stuff like that. I mean, in community based too. I mean, the way that the community supports, don't get me wrong. There are those naysayers and those people that heckle you, you know, but pressure is a good thing. It builds diamonds. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yep. And I think uh, we're really fortunate to be a, be a part of a fan base that can be a little crazy at times, you know, but at the end of the day, they, they just want the best person. They want us to succeed in any way possible. You know, it's just, a, it's a little scary because they're willing to do anything to make sure that we win, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it just going from that, like, like I said, we have 14 seniors, Samuel, yeah. Kim, Moses, Mallory, uh, Omar Hicksonu, Jace Lewis, uh, Matthew Donahue, Cordell Pillins, um, going down here, Gavin Robertson, Justin Belknap, Joe Babros, Cam Humphreys, uh, Kevin Macias, Conlon Beaver, and Dylan Cook. Is that 14? Did I do my math right? You know what? I'm I'm just I'm I'm looking down the list right now to just make sure that we didn't forget anybody. Um, because again, these guys deserve everything and more. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. No, but I think you did a good job, man. I think you got it. If, if something comes across, if something that I'm unfamiliar with, I'll definitely be sure to yes. you know, speak, we'll, speak while we the while truth. we kind of go through that, we'll we'll check too and we don't want to leave anybody off. But man, you, you know, going from that going from that game, going into the next couple of games that we were going to be playing and uh, playing, I believe it was Western Illinois. And I believe off the top of my head, I'm trying to look up the schedule because man alive, it's just been, it feels like it's been like a long time ago, but honestly it hasn't been, it's, it's gone mm -hmm. so quick, man. So, mm -hmm. but no, it, it, it's gone extremely quick, man. And that's that's a crazy part about it. I mean, as a fan, we sit here and say, man, that was a great season. We made it to the quarters. Like, what an achievement, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, it was in a blink of an eye, you know. Yeah. I mean, remember it was weekend and week out. I remember first week, I was like, man, we have so much football to play. And then before you know it, you know, we're at JMU, you know, yeah. fourth quarter. You know, things are looking too hot for us. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, damn, it blinked. You know, it's blinked and it's over. You know, yeah. and I just kind of reflect on my time as a player and I start to think like, man, same, same situation. You know, at the yeah. beginning of the season, I was just like, man, we got a lifetime and a half before football career ends, you know. Yeah. And now it's at the point where a lot of those redshirt seniors and those seniors, you know, they're done with football. Even to some other guys that, you know, that may be 
you know, you, just done with school or thinking yeah. about leaving, you know, because yeah. they already got their master's because they're already done with the degree because they know maybe the next level of football is really not in their forte, but they've accomplished everything and a half, you know, being part of this program. You know, yeah. it really is, you know, a, a, a time where I really feel for this guys, you know, because realistically, um, again, I mentioned this multiple times, but I'm a proponent of mental health, but this is going to be extremely challenging for some of those guys. I mean, I may be completely wrong and I'm talking about from personal experience and, you know, my brothers that I've, I've seen kind of go through something like that, but it, it's a mental health battle from here on out, you know, because mm -hmm. you're trying, you're trying to figure out who the hell you are, you yeah. know, I mean, for, I mean, so for some of these guys, I mean, since birth, since a kid, you know, it's always been football. You know, it's been football, it's been chasing that dream, it's been making it to the NFL, you know, there is no plan B because there's only a plan B because it takes away from plan A, you know. Yeah. And so now the fact that they're here and it's like, okay, there's going to be a couple of challenges to go through. There's going to be some identity problems. Who am I without football? What do I represent? What do I stand for? And I think everybody can really kind of relate to this. I mean, in your 20s, you're trying to figure out what the hell to do with your life. You know, exactly. what kind of exactly. career you want to pursue, you know, wh whether relate certain relationships in your life are, are important or you need to challenge yourself and isolate yourself a little bit, you know. And on top of that, some of those guys are going to make dramatic weight changes in their life, you know, something because I mean, I'm excited for that part about it because that's just a promotion of health. And I do think that, you know, physically getting your body intact, I think it, it provides some type of clarity when it comes to your mental being, your emotional being and your spiritual being. So it's kind of like, damn there's these you know different layers of of challenges that i mean you thought football was hard but this this is where it really gets to you know really gets to be clueless and you have to truly figure it out on your own because for the longest time it, it's kind of it's kind of tough because you have these coaches that are like hey i want you to wake up at 5 a.m and then i want you to be here by 5 30. by 5 30 to 8 o'clock we're going to be lifting from there you're going to go eat breakfast and then so every part of their day is calculated and and dictated by somebody else you know yeah you know, and, and part of that is for structure, which is really, really healthy. And I think it's really, really good. But then once you get to the real world, it's my coaches are going to come and get up and say, hey, this is what you got to do for work. You know, they know our strength and our, but they have their own lives to figure out, too. They have their own lives to focus on. So it's just like I'm, 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 I'm excited and I'm heartbroken and I'm, I'm, I'm happy. And then at the same time, I'm, I'm worried about these kids, you know, because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what the type of challenges you're going to be facing, man. So, again, this is I, I think this is some real talk right here. You know, mm -hmm. and a lot of people see it as like football season's over. You don't have to bang heads no more. Physically, the pain's over, you know. Well, you don't know what kind of lingering injuries that you're going to have. You know, yeah. like you don't know the other side of the story. And I think it's really interesting because not a lot of people do or take that into consideration when they're talking about these kids, you know, when they're giving the criticisms on, on, on Facebook or criticism on Twitter and Instagram simply because, you know, you know, it's one-sided. It's, it's based around the concept of, not playing football no more as opposed to being like okay what are the what are the well-being of these kids going to be look like from now on you yeah, know yeah so i think a there's, a, of everything. there's like a, a subtle like break of of what people think about when they're watching football it it's almost like they don't they're not tied to it so they don't have that feeling to it and so mm -hmm. they don't think about hey you know this guy's got to have a life after football um yeah. and so um, shout out to Danny Burton because we did forget him on the 14. Damn, so Danny, Dr. Danny, Dr. Danny, uh, we appreciate you, dude. Uh, what a what a dad. And can you imagine being able to call yourself a doctor, dude? Oh, that's ridiculous. <sighs> it's ridiculous. And do again, football like again, that just blows there's, my mind. There's two, there's two <laughs> sides of it, man. Like some, some guys are going to struggle. Other guys got it figured it figured out, <laughs> yeah. you know. And Danny is. 
you know, I've always liked it. You know, he's always been, um, he's obviously not no, you know, Dylan Cook size by any means. You know, yeah. he's, he's a pretty normal sized dude, you know, really talented in, in a lot of ways, you know, but that dude has always been like a little bit of a gentle giant, you know, yeah. his heart is so giant and he's just so gentle with the way that he approaches life. And you know, he's a simple man and he works extremely hard. And I've, I've never, ever, my time there with other players that are currently there, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about that guy. I've never heard him complain a certain way or, or, or talk bad uh, about himself, which I think is really powerful as a young man to be able to sit there. Because at the end of the day, I'm my own worst critic. And oh, I yeah. feel like it, that's pretty applicable to everybody, you know, whether you be a man, woman, don't matter. That's just yeah. how it is. And yeah. I think uh, he really has that perspective of like, okay, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to figure it out. And it's going to work out in my favor. And I mean, to hear that he's going to be a doctor and accomplish everything and more that he's probably ever dreamed of. I mean, yeah. nothing but love, man. Nothing but congratulations, man. And best of luck to you. Well, and, you know, you look at some of these guys, like some of these guys, these seniors, um, like Dylan Cook transfer, mm-hmm. or, you know, he transferred in from Northern was a, was a quarterback the grit and the the just determination to get to a point where he was on the field and being a lineman mm-hmm. like that that's a lot of work that that really hard. extremely hard <laughs> extremely hard yeah i mean it's it's hard enough you know um to play left guard to right guard mm-hmm. you know but to go from a completely different position you know from a quarterback yeah. position to an offensive line position, don't get me wrong, there's disadvantages, and you can argue that, you know, time after time. Obviously, being able to be, have a quarterback, you know, mindset, he's able to scan the field a little better, kind of understand different concepts, what's kind of going on. But then also, I mean, going from a 200-something pounder, maybe quarterback, all the way to 315, 325 pounds, you know, it's a hard thing to do physically, it's a hard thing to do mentally. And on yeah. top of that, being able to back it up with – you know, strength, be able to back it up with agility. You know, I mean, it's 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 one thing I will say about the offensive line unit is I do think it's the one true unit that it's completely all taught. I do yeah. think that receivers, you obviously have to have some type of feed or you know some type of you know catch ability with quarterback. You have to have a certain type of arm. Uh, same thing with linebackers. You know that twitch that you're kind of looking for. But I do think that offensive line is completely taught. You know, so I think that's why. Uh, he he's just so well respected because not only did he do something that was already challenging in itself, but it was something that, you know, he earned every single moment to be out there and yeah. it paid off in his dividends, man. You know, I was actually kind of, I was kind of upset um, when I seen that he wasn't on all conference list. I thought he was a truly good enough player to be an all conference player, if I'm being yeah. honest with you, you know, yep. but then I do understand that like uh, that missing a couple of games does really affect that. You know, I, I, again, this is me being selfish and me thinking back to my time. Obviously, not only do you want to produce win games, um, obviously you, you like to see that type of stuff, knowing that you're recognized by your peers and everybody in the conference as being a dominating player. You know, and I, when, when I got third team, I was, I was a little upset about it. You know, I was humbled in a lot of ways, but I was a little upset about it too. You know, but I do understand that, like, you know, missing games does does create a difference to you. You know, yeah. and I know it's a little bit more of a politics game too. I mean, if you win conference, you're more likely to have all conference selections. That's yeah. just how that committee rolls, you know. Yeah. So it is it is a little bit of a thing. And it's just like, I still think that I, and I hope that, you know, he's extremely proud of him, man. I've been, I've been a fan of his since he stepped on campus, man. And wishing nothing but the best and he knows how i feel about him too you know you know yeah. he knows exactly the type of respect i have for him and how much i want to see him succeed 
Well, and, and Conlon Beaver, he was the ultimate, you know, came, uh, from Virginia, came came to Montana, ultimate starter, man. He started, like, I think 38-something games, uh, just consistency. And that's what that he reminds me of, is just the ultimate consistency guy, always there, you know, just he's, he's, he's a workhorse. Uh, mm-hmm. And so shout out to Conlon Beaver, like, man. We're missing some big guys next year. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it's it's sad it, and to see these guys go, and um, it's going to be interesting to see what what happens with all these guys that we're losing because they are they are huge losses, huge oh, losses. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and that's what makes this game so special is because no two teams are like you know even yeah. from one year to the next. I mean, very very rarely do you ever hear you know at least not one senior leaving. You know, yeah. and so because of that, it just it, it poses the question like, man, I mean, it's going to be different. You know, every year changes. And in my four years, I mean, every single team was different. It had its own yeah. characteristics, it had its own mindset, you know, and it's just kind of like I'm excited for the program. And I'm actually I, I saw this as a hot take. Somebody was saying that, hey, I think we're going to be surprised how good we are next year. You know, and that's a conversation for, you know, a different time for a yeah, preview type episode, of situation. Yeah. But yeah. But um, but yeah, man. I think I'm I'm extremely proud of Conlon too, man. And I think uh, seeing his progress as a player has been uh, truly something I hold special to my heart. Simply because I mean, there was times, uh, obviously, as a player, there's moments where you're like, man, this fucking sucks, you know. Mm-hmm. These, these this workout sucks. This you know this conditioning sucks. This practice sucks. You know, coaches on our ass. You know, we didn't perform how we wanted to. You know, we couldn't pick up the twist to save our life. You know, we can't get it beaten. You know, along those things. You know, and I I've been guilty of complaining too. You know, I've been guilty of complaining a lot. But seeing his mindset shift, a mindset shift. I mean, when I first early on, it was he was he was a big complainer. And he knows this. He, I mean, he really didn't like life. He was really upset, and I'm sure there was some depressiveness. You know, I don't know if that's the word, but I'm sure there was some of that attached to, you know, what he was kind of going through. You know, but then ultimately, I remember this past year. I remember I was just shooting like texts, texts of encouragement. You know, words of, "Hey, bro, you got this." Like, and then I when I would see him, I always ask him, "Like, hey, how are you? How are you doing?" You know, I think that's an underrated phrase that people don't use enough and actually listen. So yeah. I used to be like, "Yeah, how you doing, bro? How are how are things?" And then he was like, I remember he said this to me, and I don't think I'll ever forget. I think this was something that stuck with me. He was just like, you know, with the right mindset, it ain't too bad. And I was just like, huh. Instead of just being like, it ain't too bad, but with the right mindset. And that's when I really kind of felt in my heart that I was like, okay, this guy's perspective has changed as a player. But not only that, but it's it, it changed as a man. You know, and I think hearing those words and seeing his, you know, commitment to the game has been really inspiring for me personally. I mean, I mean, one, I've been able to play with him for a couple of years. You know, that was my left tackle. And I remember even small things as far as communication. You know, I used to get on his head about, you know, I need you to speak up to me. I need you to yell it back, even if we both know it, you know, for communication's sake and to see how he transitioned over and led the team or had led, led that offensive line front. And he said, hey, this is a standard to what we played. This is how we're going to do things. And there's no question about it. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to get it done and we're getting it done the right way, man. It's been inspiring to see him, man. So I love that guy to death and he knows yeah. that. Yeah. You know, and I don't I don't know if you want to do just kind of a break, breakdown of, of our, our seniors, man, or you just want to go through the schedule. Um, Let's do the breakdown of seniors, man. We already started. We got Dylan Cook. We got Conlon. We got Burden. Who else we got? We got Kevin Macias. You know, you know, he transferred in this year. He only played one year, but man, he was a a savior to some games where we were having a hard time scoring. 
Um, he was pivotal to our season this year. Um, and to see how many how many 50-yard field goals he hit, some of those in the coldest months of the year where it's harder to kick a football when it's cold out. Um, yeah. And so just the, the amount of uh, makes, you know, with the <laughs> Money Macias uh, name that they, they have kind of garner, garnered on him. Uh, he had because what, what was he 19, 19 for 19? Was he perfect on the season? No, I don't believe he was. I think he was like 23 out of 27. And I'll look was he up. really? Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I could have been confused. I could have sworn at one point in time it was just like so oh, far in the year. Point, he's, yeah, he was like 17 for 17. I don't know if that was like his most previous 17 snaps or like up to that point. I'll look, I'll look to see if they have any of the um, the statistics on that. But I think he was, I think he missed a couple. Um, and I think that was only in the beginning of the year, you know, closing the end of the year, he was pretty, pretty spot on and pretty, pretty money, you know, money, calm, money, Macias. Exactly. Calm and collected. Yeah. So, um, and I think, uh, I think, I think what's even cooler about it, cause obviously, you know, I'm, I'm on Instagram pretty avidly and you check out his profile, man. I think he has uh, a couple kids of his own too. Really? You know, really? I, I believe it's one or two kids, man. So I wow. think it's uh, even more inspiring to, to see it be done with kids. You know, it's wow. hard enough to be a 27-year-old kid just going through college and trying to make it in the sports and trying to figure out what the hell you're doing. But to yeah. be a father and to be able to, you know, have that right mindset and be able to represent something special like that, man, I think it's been truly commendable, man. So, again, I mean, nothing but a, a salute to you, sir, man. And I hope you get that opportunity to play at the next level because you're really money, man. You're truly money, man. You made it look effortlessly like it was okay. You know, that's what I loved about him. Um, I think um, we've obviously been around a lot of players, and a lot of a lot of players are, you know, super, super, uh, super high and super low. You know, yeah. I think in general, in regards to the position you play. And I think uh, I read this book by Russell Wilson, and essentially he said in the book, he's just like the best mindset to have because he works with like a mentor, like a mental coach. And the yeah. mental coach basically told me, like the best mindset to have is not one where you get overly excited." Um, or not like to the point where you're, you know, really down and low in the dumps during, you know, situations because the football is against the highs and the lows. Um, it, it's really important to kind of be level headed. If something goes good, you're not, you're not over the top crazy celebrating. Mm -hmm. If something goes bad, you're not completely, you know, you know, breaking iPads like Tom Brady was doing this weekend, you know, like <laughs> you, you keep a pretty steady mindset, you know, nothing wrong. Brady's a goat for sure. But yeah, you know, I think that's one thing that I noticed from his play. He was always really cool, calm and collected. And I, I really respect that as a player. 23 out of 27. Okay. Close. Yes. I mean, still, yeah. still dude. Yeah. That's yeah. what's over 70% accuracy. So, uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. And let me just say, 70%, that's a passing test. Let me tell you that in the classroom. Oh, well, yeah. You, you just can't look at it like 70%. Like, that's that's hard. His his longest one this, this year was 51. That is uh -huh. hard. That is hard to kick a, a field goal 51 yards plus get it over. And I think he had line. a couple. Yeah, a couple attempts at 50 yards, too. Yeah. Like, it wasn't yep. just one. It was a couple, no. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that one, yeah. the one that kind of rings a bell is that Northern Arizona one where he kicked it and it looked like it could have gone from at least 60. Like it oh, was yeah. like, oh, holy yeah. heck. Oh my gosh. That guy so, got an NFL like for sure, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, our next uh, senior, Cam Humphrey, the quintessential general on our team, man. Um, you know, he 
start of the year. You know, he's had a lot of injuries uh, with this year, but, you know, I, I haven't seen him get down. He was all, always positive, always trying to help other people out. Um, and, you know, he he had that grit. And I'm all, always looking for people that have grit, that when something mm-hmm. does not go right, what what do you act like? And Cam mm-hmm. was not that person. He, he was always positive, always looking, trying to do his best. Um, and... I, I think he was he was a great quarterback to have this year, and you know he had a great year. You know he had over seventeen hundred hundred yards passing, um, and so over a hundred some yards rushing, or that's what they're saying on here. I'm reading off of the GoGris um, page, so if it's not correct, uh, don't blame me. <laughs> uh, so you know it, he he's had a great year. Uh, I don't think he probably would say that he wanted it to go out like it did, um, which I mm-hmm. my heart goes out to him having having to leave a game on his senior year um, like that where he, he couldn't do anything to help his team, um, yeah. but just stand there and help help somebody else. Um, yeah, but quintessential glue guy, man. Yeah, man, 100%, man. And like you said, man, I mean, just be able to see in his story, too. And that's the cool thing about all these guys, yeah. man. Their story is all, you know, incredible in their own scheme. I mean, yeah. 30 for 30 on all these guys, you know, if you really wanted to, man. And listening yeah. to his story, you know, transfer from uh, Boise State, I believe, you yeah. know, coming in and playing down the, you know, the backup role for a couple of years. And, you know, I mean, but there was never once in a time where I felt that it was any type of resentment or I should be out there type of vibe. It was always like, yeah, I'm going to play my role. And, and that time's right, I'll be called to Paul, man. And uh, again, I think uh, he was the right man for the job. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know those guys for the same way. I mean, if they had to do it all over again and they knew the same outcome would, would arise, I'm I'm sure all those guys would say, yeah, let's do it. Let's run it back. Let's do it again. Yeah. So because yeah. that's the type of guy that you want your team. That's the type of quarterback that you want a team, you know, never that, uh, completely selfless, you know. And his pursuit completely selfish, and, and his uh, his attitude and his demeanor when it came to other players, and and it, and his, his his ability to be coached too. I mean, I've I've been on the back end of some brutal brutal coaching, and you know, I I can admittedly say that I walked away from more times than not, you know, really upset and really angry. But he always took it with, you know, a grain of salt and decided, okay, you know, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah. Like, there's, tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow's another opportunity, man. It's, yeah, I, I wish I wish nothing but the best for that guy, man. That guy knows I love him so much. I have nothing but respect for him as a player and as a man, man. And, and he knows that we and him are going to be friends for life, man, just because of the type of man that he is. And so, again, man, I, I wish him nothing but the best. If he does decide to pursue a career, stop taking hits. <laughs> you, you scare everybody with those, brother. Oh man, some of the slow it down. Yeah, some of the some of the uh, hits he took really frightened me. Yeah, uh, that one I mean, in Northern I, Colorado. And that's the like, thing. I was not, like, oh please, not very not many. Me. Yeah, oh. when he dove into the end zone. Oh and yeah, like, I was like, yeah. oh my lord, oh do not get hurt. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was, it was tough, man. It was tough, but I mean, I mean, that's just because goes to show the type of heart that that guy oh, had yeah. and how much he wanted to win, man. And so I think uh, as a fan, you know, you could really appreciate that and respect that when it comes to being able to represent us. Yeah, you know, our next senior man, uh, Gavin Robertson's uh, the one of the hardest hitters on the team. Uh, he was originally uh, with Arizona. Uh, played at Arizona for two years and then came to 
uh, the U, uh, University of Montana in mm. 2018. Um, you know, he's he had his fair uh, share of injuries this year as well. Battled through that, came back. We're glad to have him back. Um, and, you know, just ultimate glue guy back there on the back of the defense. Really going to miss watching him play the hits that he just laid out on people. Um, but, yeah, just ultimate, ultimate guy, ultimate hitter, man. Yeah, no, that guy was hanging on by WD-40 and Faith, man. I'm telling you, uh, um, the way – uh, his, his his injury uh, progression, I guess, had occurred, man. And a lot of the times, we we're in the training room at the same time. You know, yeah. if he was if he wasn't dealing with something, it was always something else, man. And so, uh, a trooper, hundred percent, a trooper award. You know, what else could you want for a guy like that? And especially going through, you know, I think he actually ended up getting a virus that ended up causing him to lose like 35, 40 yeah. pounds or something like that. And so when he was, you know, back out on the field, I think he was even lighter than like Robbie, which Robbie, wow. obviously, he's one of the smaller guys that we have on the team for sure, you yeah. know. And so the fact that he and, and Gavin six six three, you know, six two, six three, so maybe yeah. even six four, who knows? You know, the fact that he was able to sustain that, come back, continue to ball out and play like he did, man, I think it's something to be absolutely, you know, proud of proud of and appreciated of appreciative of and um i do i do i do wish nothing but the best man it's the same type of situation with Cam, man I, he's, he's always had to sit down he was just like you know what it is what it is when we're gonna push past it it is what it is but what what else can i do you know I, he did all the right things the right way you know when it came to nutrition when it came to being in the training room man and it, he took pride in you know what he represented on the field and i think he understood his role he understood an assignment to say the least, you know. And so, no, so I appreciate that guy, man. And and I'm excited for this next transition. I'm I'm curious to see what he pursues because I I think he's talented enough to play or get an opportunity, you know, yeah. somewhere to play at the next level. But then also, if he doesn't choose to do that, I'm really excited to see where he kind of takes his career, you know. Exactly, exactly. You know, all, a lot of these guys have that potential of, of doing great things and yeah. in, in football and out of football. You know, our next, you know, senior man, Justin Belknap, um, came from Arizona as well, played in Air, uh, at the University of Arizona from 2015 all the way up to 2019, um, and then was mm-hmm. was here this year with us. Um, ultimate, you know, just, just motor guy, man. He, he, he never stopped. He was a hard worker. Um, mm-hmm. Great to see out there with with that edge pressure and uh he did re- he did really well man I, I i don't think he he missed a game um you know and he did have some injuries a- every so often but um it looks like here he he didn't miss a game this year um you know always recorded some type of a tackle um or sack uh, and so uh, you know 38 tackles one and a half sacks this year a couple uh and Looks like an interception. And then I think didn't he run that back or pretty close? Yep, he did run it back for a touchdown. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh one of those guys that that, that made got that pressure from the front three. And I think that that's what we were missing um yeah. from our defense. And so I think I think he there. definitely yeah, I think he definitely elevated the play on that defensive front. I mean, or just that defensive line in general, man. I think yeah. if you think how they play, you can't look at position and be like, man, those fuckers were aggressive. Those fuckers yeah. were good. You know, really everywhere, virtually everywhere, we were pretty solid yeah. and well-based. You know, and I think uh, for what 
we may have had questions on last year when it came to that defensive front and who's going to kind of step up, who's going to take over. I 100% think he was, you know, a big part of that. You know, yeah. the, and I think my the thing that I see, obviously, he's one of the guys that I do not know personally, you know, but I, I've, I've, I've seen his play, man. And I think I think number one thing is kind of you touched on a little bit, you know, the fight that he has. Yeah. You know, the dude is a fighter. He doesn't care if you're three times the size of him or you're, you know, two times smaller than him. He's going to treat you the same way and he's going to come at your throat, man. And he's not going to stop until he gets you, you know. Kind of, yeah. uh, you know, the, the type of mentality, and this uh, this is a whole different spectrum of play, but I think uh, I really kind of saw a little bit of that Randy Moss fire, you know. Okay. I, I think yeah. his, his aggression, you know, the, the aggression, obviously they're two different players, two different, you know, uh, you know, actual types of play. But um, I think as far as the mindset that he took, I mean, it was, it was hey, I'm going to die. I'm going to claw my way, oh, yeah. you know, to the quarterback if I need to. You know, it doesn't matter. And I think that's one thing that I saw just from the stance, just being a bad fan of him, man. So, yeah. again, if he gets that opportunity to play at the next level, I think it's there for him, you know. Uh, and I may be a little bit biased. I think it's there for all these guys, and that may be because I know him and love him. But, you know, I'm excited for their futures. Exactly. And, you know, going to that other side, man, uh, Joe Babros, uh, which, you know, I think you know, just looking at that last game and we'll, we'll look at it, um, we, we missed him, man. We totally missed Joe. He was hurt that last game. Um, and so, you know, he came back. He came from started his career at Saddleback Community College, uh, then went from to North Carolina State, uh, played there for a year and then came to came to Montana, man. And uh, mm-hmm. he, he's been one of those guys, like kind of what we said with Justin Belknap is one of those guys that could get pressure on the quarterback on our front three, which we we've been missing, but also just eat up a tackle. Those guys, you know, if they're not putting pressure on the quarterback, they're eating tackles mm-hmm. so that they can get those linebackers in for those hits. Um, and so not necessarily something that you're going to see them getting tackles. So 16 tackles for him and, uh, three and a half sacks this year, but you know, those guys eat up tackles. So those linebackers can go and get those tackles. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, quintessential guys that, that are, are not about themselves, but helping the team and those other guys that get those, get those tackles as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, Joe was actually my roommate for, for a couple of years, man. So I, oh, I had yeah. an opportunity to kind of really get to know him for, for, for pretty well, actually, man. And I think, um, uh, I think one of the things that I loved about him was his undeniable belief in himself, you know, and I think that's one thing that uh, was, I mean, just listening to his story and to know him a little bit, I mean, the odds were, you know, stacked against him in a lot of ways, you know, he's been put through some trials and tribulations, you know, but he never let that really define who he wanted to be as a, as a player and as a man, you know, and I think being able to see him transition to, you know, not only believe yourself, but put in, put in that full commitment, you know, and I think that's one thing I've seen a transition to, to, you know, struggling with other programs and, you know, kind of finding finding it hard to really bind into a program, to fit it into the right program and, you know, completely bind into it, man. I mean, it made the world of a difference, you know, which is why you get into that conversation of like, you know what, to be honest, sometimes players aren't meant for certain programs and that's okay. Everybody thinks it's X's and O's and pulling and, you know, trap play, counter play, you know, defensive screen plays, crossing, you know, those things. But it's really bigger than that, you know. 
And I think uh, for a long time, seeing him struggle or hearing him struggle and seeing him thrive in a place like Montana with the type of defensive schemes that we have, every, I think he really found pride in it. He found a, a full commitment, man. And I think uh, I truly believe, man, and this is, I mean, from all the players that have played around, I mean, I truly think he was one of the best defensive yeah. players that I've been around, you know, and yeah. then again, you see those, you know, you, you see those numbers and you think, Oh, you know, that may be a little different, man. But again, our, our defense is, is based around getting those linebackers free to make the tackle. Exactly. You know, for, for a reason and for a purpose, man. But I think, I think you let that man fly, man, that guy's going to millions an hours and you, you, you will, <laughs> you'll lose, you'll lose. <laughs> I would say nine, eight, nine out of 10 times, you know, Oh yeah. as an offensive lineman, man. And that's a, uh, that's someone who, who who thinks that I, I I played a little bit I know a little bit you know but yeah. that guy was absolutely incredible man I love that guy to death man he knows it too you know you know our next senior man also a transfer um, but man one of the guys that I when when you're transferring in you have to buy in and you know this guy he he said it in interviews he said it on his Facebook and and, and Instagram and his social media Omar Hicks a new um, was the he, he, you could see his buy-in from the start as he got here. You know, he played at Oregon State. He from 2015 to 20, 2019, Oregon State uh, didn't play the 2018 season due to an injury. Came here in the 2020 and 2021 season, uh, really solidified that other end of the cornerback position. Really did really well. You know, didn't get the glam. But, you know, he had 43 tackles this year, uh, and then he had an interception that he had one interception. Uh, and he was the ultimate kind of consistency guy on the other end where he was going to go to battle, and he was he, he did his, his assignment, you know, that you could count on him. Um, and just another guy that we're going to miss next year um, oh, yeah. with just the consistency. Oh, yeah, 100%, man, 100%. And I think uh... – Man, I love the swagger that, that that dude brings to complete the game. You know, yeah. I think the way that he approached it again. I mean, you saw the defense play good, but you yep. saw them having fun with it. Oh yeah, know? oh yeah. And I think uh, with his leadership, with his experience, with with you know who he is as a man, you know the culture that he's built around himself and for his teammates, man. I think it was contagious, man. Yep. And I think that's one of the most admirable quotes to have, or admirable. You know, I guess attributions to have of a person, man, be able to say that, man, that guy was contagious, you know, good days only. You know, I mean, competitor spirit, you know, warrior at heart. I mean, you, you see that guy. I mean, you got nothing but respect for a man like that, man. Being able to lead the room like that and say, hey, you know what, let's go do this and have some fun with it. Let's bring a little juice to it, bring a little swagger to it. And I think that's something that, you know, Montana has been missing for a while, you know, bringing yeah. that swagger and that identity to who we are and what we represent, the type of play that we're going to have. I think it's been absolutely incredible to see him, man. I'm just – I'm grateful I got to experience that for myself. You know, obviously – I'd know of Oregon State. I watch him casually, but being able to really recognize the type of player that he is, man, I'm extremely grateful for that as a fan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, our next one, man, Cordell Pillins, uh, the hometown of uh, Kodiak, Alaska, man. Uh, went to 2016 and 2017, played at Mesa Community College, and uh, came here in, I believe, 2019. Uh, transferred to Montana. Um, he, he was a good, stable backup. And, and it's nothing to, you know, be a hit against the guy, but you could count on him when somebody went down, 
he was going to do his business. He was going to do what he needed to do to, to mm-hmm. back up his next person called. So um, mm-hmm. another, another offensive lineman that we're going to miss next year. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. And I think uh, again, a little bit similar to, you know, kind of the, the beaver kind of story, man. I mean, just being able to listen to him transition to um, a role that he understood and a role that he was like, okay, this is my role and I'm going to be the best damn man for the role. You know, yeah. I think uh, I, I, I'm extremely proud of his effort. I'm ex- extremely proud of his of his willingness to do it, you know, because a lot of players in that position, you know, they it's easy to be like, you know what? I, I'm second string here. I'm second string there. Why do I want to be a part of this program? It's my senior year. You know, I'm not in the rotation like that with the starting five. What's going on? You know, there's a lot of questions to be had when you're a player and especially you want to be a good player, yeah. you know, and I think uh, being able to see him you know, fall in love with that role, appreciate that role for what it is. And, you know, the kind of the guys that he's been around, I think he's been one of the biggest blessings, man, because again, there was time and time again where I could have seen him go either way and say, hey, you know what, I'm not going to fucking do this. You know, in some people's eyes, this might, this is a waste of time if I'm not starting, you know, if I'm not at the forefront of chasing my dreams, you know. And then because of that, it gave him an opportunity to really challenge himself as a man to say, who do I want to be? Who do I want to represent as a player? And so I kind of see some of that you know, um, yeah, in his play, I see some of that in, in his, his walk of life. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, you see it transition over, man. And I think it's it's a beautiful thing, man. And I was literally just hanging out with another day. You know, we went out to go, you know, to lunch and just kind of discuss about the season and how we felt about things, man. And, I mean, the, 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 the head on those shoulders, man, it's absolutely incredible, man. And I'm excited for his future, man. I'm excited That's for awesome. his future. That's yeah. awesome. You know, and he's actually uh, a really cool guy. I've, I've learned a lot about him. Um, my principal is actually from Kodiak, and so they know him oh. really well. Um, and so, um, yeah, just getting from Kodiak to Montana, that's just that's just an amazing, an amazing mm-hmm. process of, of where he's at. So shout out to him. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable career. So um, next senior, Matthew Adonahue, man. Uh, long snapper, you know, uh, special teams. He he did a lot of things for us. You know, he, he did get some of the acclaim with and and well 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 earned as well uh, with you know starting and being a walk on on in 2016 and then just mm-hmm. slowly slowly going into what his role was and he was the probably he knew his role from the start probably man and you could see that he didn't he didn't wasn't trying to be more than what he had to be um, started long snapping in 2017 did not have a, a bad snap in his career. And I think that's because he wasn't worried about anything else. He was just worried about his job, what he was supposed to do for the, the teams. And, you know, he did uh, special teams and, you know, that, that was really important. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I think um, it, it's that one saying, it's just like, Hey, if you're going to do it, do it right. Exactly. You know, I'm sure that's pretty popular everywhere you go, but yep. I think he epitomizes what that stands for. You know, he said, I, I don't, I don't care. I mean, if, it, if I'm picking up the trash after the games, I'm going to be the best damn, you know, person for that job. You yep. know, if I'm, if, if I'm, if I'm driving and even vice versa, if at some point they're like, you know what, you got to be quarterback. I know he's the type of guy to be like, I'm going to be the best damn quarterback there is. Oh, you transition over offensive line. You know, I'm going to be the best one there is, you know, and the willingness to do all that type of stuff, man. I mean, there was just really no, 
there was no limit to him, man. And I yeah. think that's one of the coolest things ever, dude, to be able to say, man, I don't care what you throw, whether it be picking up trash, whether it be being the president of the United States, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it right, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the type of guy that you want on your team 10 out of 10 times, you know? If you were to say, if you if you're going to go to Army, who would you pick? OD, because he'll do it yeah. all, you yeah. know? And he'll do it, no complaints. He'll do it the right way. You know, he'll do it to perfection. You know, and I think uh, I think that's one of the coolest things about him, man. I mean, there was never a day that I was out there that I didn't see him snapping the ball, you know, and, and really challenging himself and getting creative with, I mean, because obviously we don't have no coach that's going to be, you know, really kind of there for three hours a day to say, hey, you know, go snap again, go snap again, go snap again, man. So it really is an individual effort. You know, same thing with kind of the punters and the kickers and, you know, the special teams players like that in that role. I mean, yeah, we'll have a couple of periods today where Bobby comes over and he's like, this is what we got to do. This is what we got to focus on. But the rest of this, you know, you guys have to figure it out. You know, yeah. we got to be able to rely on you in those big time situations, man. And I think because of that, I think he's earned everything he's ever had, man. And he's sitting pretty when it comes to, you know, being further with accolades. I mean, he's an All-American for God's sakes, you know, huh. yeah. incredible. <laughs> Incredible. incredible feat to have you know yeah and so i mean again congratulations to that guy man that guy knows that i'm extremely proud of him man and i'm excited for you know with this net his next life whole trip you know, whether it be playing at the next level because again if i'm an nfl uh, uh gm i'm looking at that guy and saying all right cool yeah. you know i, I want Definitely. i want a guy like that Definitely. i want a guy like that that's consistent in that because again controlling the field is a way bigger part of football than people really think about you know yeah Yep, yeah, definitely. I think he does that. Yeah. Um, next senior man, Moses Mallory, you know, came from uh, freshman D Dixie State in 2016, uh, then went from uh, from Dixie State to Eastern Arizona, and then mm -hmm. uh, arrived in Montana in 2019. Man, uh, man, that is one big guy um, that I would not want to be faced up against. He he. He did, you know, I it says here that he ran track on a four by 100 team. And he's fast, it, he's really fast, really fast, like, like surprisingly fast. And really? the thing is, it's like, yeah, when he came in again, super proud of this guy in his career. I mean, and just thinking about to when he first got when he yeah. first stepped on campus, he was 370 something pounds, and three humongously big, wow, ridiculously big. You know, and there was there was times in the locker room where he was having full body uh, uh, cramps. And I don't really? know if you guys know anything about full like cramps are bad. Like they kind of suck. But full body cramps are potentially dangerous, you know, because that essentially means that your old body's, you know, kind of wearing, wearing down on you because you've just put it under some extreme intensity that, it, that it's going to suck, yeah. you know. And so because of that, I mean. That it shows a couple of different things, you know. It shows how hard he was willing to go, yeah. which I think is absolutely insane. You know, some guys are some guys will say, "Yeah, I give it my all, I give it my all." But like, are you, well, are you willing to, you know, put your body through something like that? You know, once that time comes, are you are you really gonna, you know, give yourself a full body cramp like that, or are you, uh, you know, you're gonna call it quits because you can't even move? You know, yeah. And that's the type of guy that he was, man. It was full throttle all the time. Because he wanted to be the best, he wanted to be, you know, a, a contribution to the team, and he earned his way up into that starting five. You know, what I think is absolutely beautiful, man. I mean, looking back on his career and how he kind of transitioned over and how he first got here, I mean, he was given a couple of weeks to learn the playbook, man. I remember at one point he was emotional because he was so frustrated with it. You know, he wanted to be better and wanted to do better. 
you know. And so the fact that he went from there to now being a starting offensive lineman for the Grizz when they have, you know, in some terms, a historic year, man, it's absolutely yeah. incredible, you know, to kind of be able to witness that. And again, what makes it so special is that all these guys have a story. It's not just, hey, I played football from from this age to this year, never had any injuries, never had a transfer, never had to do this. It's it's always some really interesting and intriguing stories that you hear about with these guys, man. I think it yeah. makes this game more special than we actually dumb it down to be. You know, yeah. again, it's just a game. You know, but what goes into it is what makes it special. You know, it it's just a championship, but what makes it so special is that journey to get the there. Journey. It's damn hard, yeah. you know. And it's, it, I mean, you, again, you can. It sounds cliche, but you can attribute it those same things to life in general. You know, and so yeah. being able to see that, being able to hear these stories, be able to know some of these guys, man, it's been a complete honor in my life, and I feel that way about Moses. Yeah, well, definitely, just just hearing and knowing just the the process of them getting to where they're at Moses heck if you know how how you know losing 10 pounds losing 20 30 pounds how hard that is a plus going to school plus doing a, a sport uh learning a playbook uh, that's a lot man and, and shout out mm -hmm. to him of, of the dedication and the grit to do that um and wish him all the best of luck in in the future in, in endeavors man um our next senior man uh samuel akem uh what a career you know he started his career um as a freshman on the offensive scout team he redshirted in 2016 um and then he went to uh he, he's ha he, every year he's gotten better man Every single year, he has gotten mm -hmm. better from offensive scout team player of the year, um, then catching a couple passes in, in his redshirt freshman year, and then boom, sophomore, junior, senior year. You know, he's on, you know, second tier, second team all big sky, first team all big sky. Uh, and you know, this year he's tied for the most touchdown receptions with Mark Mariani with 29 mm -hmm. receptions. Um, just an amazing, amazing career. Um, get the, the full scoop on him. He's had, you know, over 2,700, 2,700, uh, receiving yards. You know, this year he had over 600 with seven touchdowns. Um, and you know, he had a hard year. You could, you could probably see the frustration on Sammy, um, not being able to do what he probably wanted to this year, but he continued to battle. He continued to do what he needed to do. And it was really, really good to see him kind of finally break out that, the end of that, um, the, the season, it was hard to see him, you know, take that injury in the JMU game where, where I think he could have really balled out and really turned that game. Um, yeah. into something that we would like to see, um, but man, what, what a career. Yeah, hundred percent, man. And again, I've, I've talked to, I've talked about Sammy quite often on this podcast, yeah. you know, and again, you know, what it's attributed to it's, he's that saying, and I keep giving all these guys different mantras and different saints, but you know, it, it's always, it's always earned, never given, you know? And that's how I truly feel about some of these guys. You know, they have their own different type of mantras. And I obviously dumb it down to how it relates to me in my life and how it inspires me. And that's what he means to me, you know. And I think uh, it's been truly incredible to see his progression as a freshman, you know, offensive scat team of the year, 
you know, and then building his way up to, you know, an all-conference player and then basically running the conference and, you know, absolutely dominating in every every type of, you know, facet, you know. I think yeah. it's been absolutely incredible to see that. I think it's been super humbling. And I think it really inspires a lot of people to let them know, like, hey, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I, I am 6'4", and I have these huge mins for gloves, you know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, you got to understand that I, I put in everything I had into this, yeah. you know. Long nights, sacrifices, yeah. you know, things that I really, truly had to give up in order to be in this situation to be able to be not only the best player, but the best teammate, man. And those expectations did not fall short when it when it came outside of himself, you know. I remember yeah. him yelling at everybody on the team. We got to pick it up. We got to be better. We're not done yet. This is nothing. It's still tight or not, you know. I mean, there's there's sayings that you can just, you know, they're in the back of my head of what he used to say. You know, and obviously there was there was moments where, you know, we all got into it. You know, there was moments where, you know, it was just kind of like, ah, oh, damn, we get it. We get it. We get it. You know, but all he ever wanted was for us to be better. You know, all he ever wanted for himself was to be better, you know, yeah. represent something bigger than yourself, man. I think that's truly admirable, man. It's just I have nothing but respect for the type of a player that he is and the type of man that he is, man. I think he comes from, you know, a great understanding of not only the game, but just life itself and super humble with it, appreciative of it. And it's nothing more that you could ask for when it comes to, you know, what you are as a man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our next and, and final senior man, uh, Jace Lewis, I uh, believe he walked on as a freshman, redshirted in 2016. Uh, saw a couple uh, action in 2017, uh, burst on the scene in 2018 with being second team uh, special teams. Um, but you, you can see each year, um, first team all big sky in 2019. Um, and then this year, you know, preseason awards and, and, and just defensive player preseason awards, you know, and this finally going to this year, he, he did great. He had a, over a hundred, hundred tackles this year, man, over a hundred tackles. He had another, you know, four and a half sacks. He, he was a quintessential brain of this defense. And yeah. he was one of those guys that never, never quit. Never. You could see his kind of just demeanor of even keel, um, not getting too hot, not getting, you know, just an ultimate leader that you could see on that defensive side of the ball. And mm-hmm. we're, we're going to miss him next year, man. He, he's in the top 10, I believe, in tackles all time at the University of Montana with over mm-hmm. 300 tackles in his career. So uh, an amazing career, amazing guy, and wish him the best. What a dog, you know? Yeah. Again, that's how I see it, man. Uh, from the moment he stepped on campus, it was, hey, you know what? I'm I'm never going to be intimidated. You know, it's like he's one of those guys that's like, I'm I'm in love with the war, you know? I'm in love with this moment, you know, this opportunity, man. And it's just like he played it to, yeah. to the very last play, man. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, that same energy that he put out in games that everybody saw is the same energy that, that was reciprocated in practice. You know, he depending on your practice, what you preach, man. And it was really, really awesome to be able to see that, be able to have him represent that for the team, man. And he's just been an outside, outstanding guy, you know, on yeah. and off the field, man. Don't get me wrong. He's a crazy guy, just like any of those other guys, you know. 
But I mean, I mean, you got to be a little bit crazy to want to play this game. You got to be a little <laughs> bit psycho to want to play this game, man. And I think being able to represent that 37 jersey uh, is yeah. an extreme honor that he knows in his heart is it's probably going to be the highlight of his life. You know, being able to represent that. You know, being from the Mon- from the University of Montana, being able to represent that, but being able to represent the state in a deeper way like that is truly something special. And I think he recognizes that, man. And I think uh, he has a good head on his shoulders, man. And again, wishing nothing but the best at locker. I'm extremely proud of him as a player, extremely proud of him as a man. And kind of, I'm kind of just proud of all these guys in general, man, because yeah. I've, I've been there when a lot of these guys just, just came in. You know, being able to see them transition onto where they were to where they are now, I think it's it's one of the biggest blessings of my life, you know. So, you know, Jace and all those other seniors, man, I absolutely love you guys, man. I'm super proud of you guys, man. And I can't wait to see what the future holds, man. Exactly, exactly. You know, the life starts now after football, man. And it does so much, it does. so much, so much out there. Um so, man, you know, like we talked about the Washington game. You know, our next two games were uh, against lower, lesser teams in Western Illinois and Cal Poly. But that's when you really and, – and you saw it in the Washington game as well. But that defense just – you could see – you could see that the defense was special. You could see that, hey, our defense is like pretty – like legit. Like one of the best defenses that we probably – had at the University of Montana um, going into those two games with a 42 seven um, win against Western Illinois and 39 to seven against Cal Poly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. I mean, I mean, just the progression, you know, I, I really do believe that, you know, I wouldn't say it's a shine of our team, but it's, it really was, you know, the most consistent part of our play, man, was that, that defensive. I mean, I can't, I can't even say that, man. I mean, Brian did an absolutely stunning job. Kevin did a stunning job. You know, our offense had a flash of brilliance, man. But I really think yep. that that our defense was really, really – it was fun to watch. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And to be honest, like in today's day and age, it's not like it traditionally was. It was before the day – back in the day, it was always, you know, defense. You know, defensive play and how exciting that was. But in today's world of sports in general, whether it be football, basketball, people appreciate an offensive, offensive output. They yeah. appreciate scores being put up, you know, yep. points being put up. And I think being able to really kind of flip-flop that and say, hey, you know what, the defense is just as fun to watch. I think it's been super fun, man, super incredible, man. And that that pride that they took, the importance that they took out of it was fucking amazing, bro. So When you could again, even say this year people went to see that defensive side of the ball, you know, uh, special teams a little bit too with, with uh, how Malik Flowers did. But you could mm-hmm. say that the, the, the what why people wanted to come see the – See, is that defense because you stood up you you were if, if you were going to pick a, a a pee break man <laughs> you didn't want to miss anything on the defensive side because you knew that every down man you could see this defense blow up a quarterback get an interception run a fumble back or run run an interception back um you just did not want to miss a down with this this defensive side of the ball Mm-hmm. And I think, man, just thinking about, you know, they're, they're playing on a technical term where there'd be a three, four, you know, a three or maybe even a maybe even a stand up come down, you know, bring up that forefront and they bring all defensive backers, you know, 
thinking about that type of pressure, I mean, even when they put out a screen like that, throw up the field with five yards, have a couple linemen up there, I think it was truly incredible for them to turn back, you know, make that sprint from 10, 15 yards back, yeah. be able to catch those guys, man. I mean, there was been time and time again with just that simple pursuit of that defense made it truly like, fuck, how do they do that? <laughs> exactly. You know, how, how'd you catch a guy that's a 4-4 runner, yeah. you know, with 10 yards ahead of you, you yeah. know, completely stop your momentum, turn back around, depending on the defensive scheme, defensive front, and save the tackle, you know, because you took that proper angle, yeah. you know? I mean, it's just mind-blowing, you know, to me, to be able to see something like that and be like, damn, okay. <laughs> you know, that play is serious, man. And, again, yeah. I said it before a little bit earlier today, but that, that play was serious, you know. I, I think we really relied on man coverage this past year, and I think those – those 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 corners did their job, man. They yeah. did, they really took it to you know took it to them, man. I mean, having as many turnovers as they did, you know, putting putting the team in position that they did, you know, and they were celebrating each other's successes. It was never a selfish play. It no, was collective. No. Let's get the job done, man. Let's go. Let's go get a dub. And more times than not this year, you saw dubs, man. And I mean, that's what's the coolest thing to see, man. To have a extremely successful season. But it's also optimistic because that sets the tone, you know, for those younger guys. And that sets the tone for even those younger guys to say, hey, this is how we play and there's no way to worry about it. And it makes it fun. Exactly. You know, our next game was legit, too. Even though it was a loss, man, that that Eastern first Eastern Washington game um, was amazing to watch. Uh, came down to the end and off, uh, I believe, Cole Grossman's fingertips um, <laughs> in the end zone, which – you know, it, it I mean, to be, I mean, granted, he was like quadruple covered. Oh, you know? yeah. So, yeah. And have, I mean, had a guy the, on him. <laughs> but I will say, him. I will say that the most impressive part about the whole thing is that he, he had it for a second. Oh, yeah. 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 He had it for a second, man. So yeah. I think, uh, man, again, what grit that game. I mean, it really identified the type of team that, you know, we were pushing to have and striving to have. It doesn't matter. Uh, the situation, I mean, into that last drive, man, it was even, hey, we're going to push the pedal, we're going to push the pedal, we're going to win this game. And, you know, yeah. what I, I really thought wholeheartedly, I mean, that we were there, you we know. We were there. I, but, yeah. again, I think I, re I think that really set us up to be able to be successful in the postseason, yep. man. I, I really, really do. I mean, coming off a team like a loss like that and be able to have a little bit of redemption at the end of the year, it's yep. a beautiful thing. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Yep. You know, we go into that next week against Dixie State, and you know, I think we tough one. It that was, was a tough, tough one. It was a tough game, man. That uh, at halftime, it was a little scary. <laughs> I was at that game; it was a little scary at halftime. Uh, but you know that they the grit showed up. You know, the defensive side of the ball, we made some plays on the offensive side and got a W. And, and like we've said on this podcast, you've said on a W is a W, and it, it's hard to win. Um, and so we've got that win. You know, the naysayers, I think, started coming out at that time yeah. um, a little bit and a little bit the next following week when we lose to Sacramento State by a touchdown, which, you know, it's not fair because Sacramento State had an amazing year. And I think at that point, people weren't really too high on Sacramento State as who they were. Yeah, they, they, um, yeah, they weren't respected enough. No, yeah, sure. no. And I don't think they were respected the whole year um, because of what they were and, and, and where they are, but. Um, those those are some two interesting games, and you could kind of see yeah. the the high off of Washington kind of go away, and people started talking about, well, hey, we've lost one game now, two games against Sacramento State. The 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 ten, the tides started to change, and well, what are we as a team? Um, and I can't imagine, and and this is when 
um, I said to you, I think they need a break. I think they need a break from from being at home and and try to try to get you know their mantra, their their mindset back of being who they want to be and the team that they want to be going into that Idaho game. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent, man. And I think uh, it, it's so easy as a fan to you know get behind the computer, start talking to smack, man. But realistically, what those guys were going through was impressive the way that they battled. Yeah. I mean, it could have easily been a flip flop game, and it could have been sixty something, you know, nothing. You know, if yep. they if if it really was the case, if we didn't have the team that that we really had, you know, yeah. those. I mean, losing one guy kills a season for you know a lot of teams. You know, oh, yeah. imagine losing you know five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> made a huge difference, man. We were on our like what sixth or seventh running back, like seriously, like I don't know, man. It was ridiculous, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and so. It was absolutely crazy, man. And so I think just being able to have, being able to witness that and see, okay, it did get a little shaky. Again, this is kind of where the lows start to come, come in. Well, are we that team? Can we do it? Are we are we going to live up to those expectations? Is this going to be, you know, like a year back in the day? How is this going to go? You know, and I think um, I think they they proved a lot of people wrong, man. I think they did, yeah. they really really did because it would have been really easy. No. Take that back. I've actually just started kind of looking at life a little differently. It, it's 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 hard to lose. It's hard to win. But choose your hard, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, either way, that situation would have been hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to fold over and say you're right. We're not as good as we thought we were. Injuries are, you know, make excuses for yourself. That's extremely hard. But it's also hard to win football games, man. And it's hard to, yeah. you know, keep in the fight. And I think what's super admirable about it. I mean, the six points every game. Yeah. I mean, we, we were we were we were twelve points away, you know, for being undefeated in a season in the winning conference. Yep. You know, that's yep. it's a lot. It's a lot <laughs> crazier than people would like to give credit to. You know, exactly six points away. That's that's two plays, yep. two plays, two plays, two big plays. Yep. So you know, go into that you know that next game against Idaho, man, and just tear apart Idaho. Um, How good that feel, you know? Oh my goodness, thirty-four fourteen at Idaho, just completely control that game, completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring the mm-hmm. Stein back to Missoula, um, and you know that next that next game was hard, man. We 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 took that game against Southern Utah by the skin of our teeth, twenty to nineteen. But in you know, I think they get that that game gets kind of harped on. You look at any big program. Look at Alabama. Do they have scares going down to in their seasons? They do. They have scares mm-hmm. where they, you know, and it's, it's Alabama. So they're not going to get harped on by a lot of people because it's Alabama, but the, every team has hiccups. Every team has little areas where they are going to um, not have their game. But the real test is to say, okay, if you're not playing at your best, can you still win and beat this team? And they did. They beat mm-hmm. beat them twenty to nineteen. It was a win. They they covered at home where where they could uh, continue to go for a Big Sky championship. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. Exactly. And like you said, I mean, I mean that sticks out to me, man. I remember having that Idaho podcast, and you were like, man, I think these guys need to get away. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, damn, there's. I think that might have been the realest thing you said all season. You know, I think that was extremely right, man. Getting away from it a little bit, being able to kind of be at somebody else's home turf and arrival at that. Well, not necessarily rival, but you know, you know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about. Rival, yeah, you know, rival. cup rival. Yeah. You know, being able to go over there, kick their ass, you know, come home with the stein. There's no better yeah. feeling. And you know, following yeah. the next week, again, injuries, man. 
people yep. don't understand that like that team was a completely different team than you know that playoff team that we had i mean yep. early in the playoffs yep. completely different teams exactly. completely different opportunities man yep. and so like looking at that man being able to say oh i mean nobody at this point not until we're bringing it up no one's thinking about the you know the southern utah game no nope. you know Nope. Hey, we're thinking about how we ended the year, man. It's been absolutely incredible and impressive, man. And so being able to do it, again, win to win, you know, exactly. and that's what we can be proud of. Well, and, you know, from that that Sac State loss, you know, this team went on, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, six straight wins. That's that's hard to do. And I believe the – and you, get, you tell me if I'm wrong, the 2019 team that you were on – I think they did have a, a strand of either four or five games in a row where they got going off of the end of the year. They're playing the best ball at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's just in, in itself the uh, an amazing feat. Going into Northern mm-hmm. Colorado, blanking Northern Colorado, even though Northern Colorado wasn't a, a, a pivotal team down in the big sky, they still had great, great players, 35 to zero. You know, like blanking a team out and putting a zero on the board is extremely hard in any sport. Um, but that, that was an amazing feat in going to Northern Colorado and doing that at, in their place. No, hundred percent, man. And like you said, uh, again, at the moment, I mean, during that preview, we talked about, Hey, hey this team is underrated. You yep. know, they're a lot better than they look, yep. you know, the situation's different than what it looks like, you know. So being able to actually have that opportunity to go out there and kick their ass, man, convincingly again, yeah. that I think those two defense—I mean, the off, the offensive front, the defensive front—it did the job that game, man. You really saw it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. against a pretty decent defensive front, pretty decent offensive front, oh, yeah. and I think they were able to kick their ass, man. I think uh, that was one of the coolest things, man, just to be able to have that pride to say, okay, man, they took control of that game and really kind of see that for themselves. Well, in that that next week, man, I was nervous about this game. Just because, hey, uh, are we going to have a you know so and called game where we're looking ahead? We're going to going to Northern Arizona, playing in that high elevation. Are we going to be thinking about Northern Arizona? Are we going to be thinking about Montana State that next week? Um, mm-hmm. No, they, they they were focused on Northern Arizona, thirty to three. You know, I think the the three points came at the very end. Um, I believe, if I'm recalling right. Um, so, you know, almost another shutout, almost two shutouts in a row. Um, and it wasn't, that game wasn't in doubt that, that defense, some of the mm-hmm. hits in, in the, the run back of the QB hit intercept or fumble was amazing. Um, and so some great moments in that game too. Holy cow. Oh yeah, man. And that's really all that you ask for when it comes to these football games, man. Yeah. Great moments, great opportunities, good offensive output, defensive output, special teams, man. I think, uh, and there was really glimpses of, of greatness, man. And I think that's one thing that I just keep reflecting on. Like we were a good team, but how good could have we have been if we were all healthy at the same time? Oh, gosh. You know, and that's yeah. a different, oh, different yeah. discussion for a different day, bro. Yep. But I know, I know, but I mean, it just kind of like, damn, we were damn good, you know, and there were flashes of brilliance out throughout the year. Well, and if you look just like at the Washington game, that was us, that was us healthy, you know. Yeah. Um, and if we could have been, man, it would it would I would love to see this team healthy and go against somebody, uh, JMU. I would love that. You know, the next two games, man, Montana State. We the score does not say how big of a beatdown it was. Twenty nine to ten. That was not even that game was nope. not even close. Nope. 
That was my that favorite was... my favorite game of the past six years, bro. Yeah. My favorite game of the past six years. I absolutely love that game, man. I love the effort that we all put, man. I think it truly, truly was an honor to be there and be able to witness yeah. that, man. The energy of the stadium, the energy of the players, you know, how things kind of unfolded, man. It was beautiful to watch, man. And again, n- no prouder moment in my, you know, my whole time here in Montana for the past six, seven years. Yeah. I, I would mm-hmm. totally agree that agree with that. And is getting that monkey off our back as well, man. Just getting the oh, yeah. past four years. Uh, I oh, can't yeah. imagine what it felt like to be a player in the locker room with them just being able to to finally mm-hmm. be able to touch that trophy and, and say that it's theirs as well. So uh, uh-huh. amazing. Uh-huh. No, absolutely incredible, bro. Yeah. Going into, you know, they had a week off and going into the playoffs, man, getting Eastern Washington – uh, that was going to be a battle, and it, it was a battle. You know, the the final score doesn't see it doesn't show how big of a, a, a beat down that game was either. You know, yep, 57, nope. 57 to forty one. They got some some shots at the end, uh, but that man, that game yeah. was amazing as well. The hits on it was Marier, the some of the things that they couldn't do. The hits on. Um, uh, Jones, that Gavin Robertson's and, and just to be clear, man, I have to fucking say this because this was something that somebody tweeted us. I forgot who said it, but they basically said, uh, in relevance to you know the JMU football hit, and one of the players was standing over them, and they said, Oh, so something about it's okay for that situation, but not for Montana players to do it. Listen, yeah. it's wrong either way, okay? exactly. If we did that, fucking a, it's wrong. Yeah. And those players know it's wrong. Yep. It's a, an accountability of a combination of themselves, combination of the coaches and the players to do that. Was it a bad judgment, Paul? Probably. Was it something that we believe in here? No. So that was wrong all the way around. Let's just get that cleared up. It's wrong all the way around, and whoever does that is 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 a jokester, man. So that's yep. all we got to say about that, man. So yep. as far as that Eastern Washington game, absolutely beautiful game. I thought it was absolutely incredible to be a part of that. Um, and uh, just be able to relive that, man, that redemption feeling, you know, yeah. again, those, 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 those couple big plays, those big hits, you know, I mean, it, it really just reminds you of, of what football is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be exciting. It's supposed to be challenging. And I think people don't understand. They say 57, 41, and they're like, eh, that's, that's three scores. You know, that's nothing crazy, you know, this yeah. and that, but people, people don't understand that it's like, David, that was a domination from, you know, from start from very, finish, from very yeah. early on in the game, yep. bro. So. Yeah, I'm yeah. super proud. From about that second half, man, that, that game was not close at all. Not at all. Um, you know, and then, you, you know, go to the last game of the year, man, uh, the JMU game. Um, yeah. We, Man, I was so excited for this game. This game was – it, it could have been a, a really good game. Um, unfortunately, you know, we, we had some injuries, man. We had some injuries from the start. One of the first couple of plays – Sammy catches a beautiful thrown ball right where it needs to be. He catches it, comes down on his shoulder, and I think that what they said was a broken collarbone, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't didn't play another down. From then on, it it, it was in reach. 7-3, 14-3, a score away. I was really, really, really excited. We were moving the ball. We were converting 
on third down. Which is huge. Which we've been struggling with all year. Exactly. I was like, yes, you know, we're not getting it into the end zone, but we are moving the ball on this defense. We're converting on third down. We're making it short third third downs. We we got this. Our defense is going to hold this team. We got, we got this. You know, Cam goes down. Cam goes down. Uh, and not to not to say that 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 was the game because we are missing a whole heck of a lot of players, man. Uh, just to go off of it, um, Babros was not dressed. He was not. Yep. He 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 was not able to go. Um, Omar Hicksonu not able to go. Um, and so well now I don't know if he was not able to go. But I did not see him. I think he was hurt as well. I don't know if he played, if I'm mistaken or not. And then go down the, the line. Sammy, Cam, you know, Jace even had a leg brace on his leg. Um, yeah. And then Gubner had a club on his hand. Yeah. No, it, 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 and that's the most beautiful part about it, man, is this like that, again, unfortunate the outcome. But, you know, how awesome to see the grit. Yeah. How awesome. I mean, truly embody what Montana football means, you know? Yep. I mean, yeah, Montana football means winning. Don't get me wrong. But I think it goes deeper than that, man. I think, you know, being able to play that, you know, even when Sammy went down, there was still a chance. You know, even when Cam went down, there was opportunities, you know, they just yep. sometimes things just don't fall the way you want them to fall, you know? And it, 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 it starts begging the question of what could have been done differently you know, from even maybe a, a training perspective, from a coach perspective, and even a player perspective, you know? I mean, but we're not here to talk about what ifs and what could have been, you know? We're here to talk about what happened and how damn proud we are to be able to sit here and just be a fan of it, you know? Yeah. Just be able to appreciate it for what it is, man, because at the end of the day, it's a game. But to these guys, it's life, man. It's, yeah. it's livelihoods, it's it, it's passions, it's growth, it's it's wins and losses, man, that are, that extend deeper than just a, a number, you know. So I think it's a. I'm super grateful to really have my first season as a fan owner about, you know. And I think it's one that I'm going to continue to enjoy for as long as I live, you know. Exactly, exactly. And that that game, it, it just, it was going to be an uphill battle no matter what. That 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 JMU team is a good team. Um, you know that they 100%. ran up against a, a good team as well, and they're not they're not playing as well now as we speak. Uh, they're not, they're not a, going against, you know, the other team that we're not going to say, um, but you know, the, it was, it, the statistics were what they were, you know, uh-huh. uh, they, they beat us to, with 487 total yards, but we did pretty well. We were almost at our average. We were at 302 yards, you know, for the game, um, oh, yeah. that seven of 20 on third down was amazing. Um, and you know, we got to the quarterback a little bit, not as much as we probably needed to, to get that, uh, Colt Johnson, um, really thinking and moving. Um, and so that was a pivotal point, but man, I think you said it in our preview, you said that the running game was going to be more important. And I think you were absolutely right. Their running back killed us. Killed us. Some of those plays, he had like three or four guys on the back. One of them was like a run that they got for 16 yards, and their offensive line was literally pushing that guy down the field. Where man, that that's what killed us, man. It wasn't the the wide receivers that yeah, the wide receivers were awesome and they got some big plays, but it was their running attack that killed us all that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent, man, and. Again, uh, you take that out, you take one phase out of somebody's offensive, you know, game plan. Yep. I mean, it's really heavily relied on 
I mean, uh, your I guess your game plan and your agenda of what you want to do it dwindles by by so much, you know, significantly, you know. So being able to stop that again, you stop the pass, you focus on the run, you have a better chance. Vice versa, you stop the run, focus on the pass, you have a better chance, you know. So I think just a combination of all those things, man. I think it's super, super, super important to be able to eliminate something, you know. And I just think it it was their day. It was their day. They came out firing on all on all cylinders. You yep. know, they had pretty good special teams play. I mean, yep. I think they did great covering us on the special teams game, you know, oh, which yeah. is something that we haven't seen on year. On top of that, their gun their run game was serious. Oh, on top of that, they have two of the best receivers, you know, yep. that Preston was kind of even telling us about best receivers in the country. Not yep. even just like the conference, like their country. Like they're damn good receivers exactly. against a damn good defense. Yep. You know? And again, so just put us in a position where they had our ticket, man. They had our number, man. And would you have liked if things go down differently? Yeah. Do we have a chance to maybe stay in the game? Hundred percent, we did, man. And I think, uh, I think it's something to build off of. I think it's that add fuel to the fire, man, and continue to burn it until, you know, until we get there, man. And know we will. And and you said it too, man. Is is the uh, once you stop one thing, the play calling kind of gets one dimensional. And our our play calling win, and and I'm not saying that it was wrong or anything, because that's not what we're we're doing on this podcast today. But it it did it get got one dimensional, and you you could look at it and say, hey, well, what do we have left? Our 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 Sammy Samuel Cam is out. Our you know quarterback is out. One of the quarterbacks was not having um, a great game. So they went to the third string quarterback and that quarterback worked his butt off. I was so proud of Robbie. Robbie, dude. I I was so proud of him. Just not, he was not going to be denied. He was not going to quit. And so give a shout out to him because he, 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 yeah. If he was a professional, he did, he earned his money. Um, so I was super proud of him um, and how yeah. he prayed that game as well. So yeah, man, yeah, man, it's just been a inspiring year for sure, man. I'm just uh, to put it in the show, man. I'm just grateful to be a part of it, man. I'm grateful to be here, man, and have this opportunity, man. It's uh, it's one that a lot of people don't get, man, and uh, you know, just trying to pay for it any way I can. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, I don't have anything else. And do you have anything else? No, nah, man. No, nah, man. I loved I, I just loved being able to do this with you this year, man. I think it was exactly. uh, truly uh, a learning lesson and a blessing. You know, and it, it's a it's a thing that sometimes you don't know you need it until until you're there. Yep. You know, took a took, took a limb, took a chance, man. But I'm absolutely loving it and appreciated it. Appreciative of you, you know, for letting me kind of hop on with you, man. And just uh, can't wait to see it continue to grow, man. Um, exactly. it's something to be super proud of, man, to be able to come into something and see consistent growth every single year or every single week, yep. you know, see, you know, the good and the bad, man. That's exactly what we want, man. It, yep. it makes, it makes me feel good when people are either one way or the other, you know, cause I know yep. that we're, we're, we're doing something, yep. you know, whether people think we're, you know, the greatest thing in the world or we're complete shit, we don't care. <laughs> exactly. You know? We really exactly. don't, man. And it's, uh, I think it's just humbling just to be a part of this and being able to learn too, man. I think I'm learning a lot about Grizz community in general, where people lie, you know, certain tendencies and how they view, you know, this game on both sides of the spectrum and, you know, uh, just taking bits and pieces, you know, again, uh, we have no problem. We have no problem with, with learning from others, you know, and getting exactly. constructive criticism in and listening to other people talk too, man. I think, I think it's, that's what that's what we're here for, man. And so it's all love at the end of the day, man. It's just I'm really appreciative to be able to reflect on this past season and appreciate it for what it was, man. 
Exactly, exactly. You know, we'll we'll continue on with this, guys. Like we said, uh, if, if you guys want to hear from us on a certain subject, on anything, let us know. We we are here. You can get a hold of us on our social um, Instagram and Facebook and all those at Fight on Montana. Also, uh, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. That helps us out a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But just get in contact with us. This is something that we just like like talking sports. I know there's a lot of you out there. And so we're going to continue on. It's not going to be about football because football is done, uh, but we mm-hmm. will have some type of basketball shows as basketball's getting ready and, and, and kind of mid year right now. Um, and then we're going to, we have some big things that we want to get to as well that are not just basketball. So, you know, just because we're football season's done, uh, don't stop listening. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Yeah, exactly. Go Grizz. Fight on, baby.